afternoon. And because it is Wednesday afternoon, we are thrilled to be joined as usual by Cruz McCalligan with her audio column. She joins us on the line now from working from home, right, Cruz? That's right. I'm working from home. And as I said, disclaimer, I hope a toddler doesn't wake up in the middle of this call. Well, that just makes it all that more authentic, right? <laughs> that's the one. So, Cruz, what are we talking about today? Um, we're going to talk about nightmares. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's a little bit heavy. I know. It's a little bit heavy. You're I feel gonna... like maybe there's a personal, um, I mean, a public service announcement element to this. Okay. Because I think people have quite a lot of anxiety at the moment. I think that we're all very on edge. We're, we're, we've all got a lot of worries. It's a very strange time to to be alive True. <laughs> at the moment. Um, and of course, a lot of people are, are, are complaining about how they sleep. They're complaining about how they, um, about the way that they're sleeping, the quality of their sleep, the kind of dreams we're having. So I wanted to look a little bit more into nightmares specifically. Mm, okay. Um, and so now a nightmare is, is you may say that a nightmare is a bad dream, mm. but not all bad dreams are nightmares. So there's actually, a nightmare is a very distinctive thing when we talk about um, having a bad bad night's sleep. Nightmares take place during the final and deepest phase of sleep or REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, um, when the brain shuts off communication with the spinal cortex and causes our limbs to be temporarily paralyzed for sleep. So that's like it, REM sleep. It's our really, really deep sleep. Mm -hmm. It's when we're literally redirecting blood from the brain to the rest of the body to try and rejuvenate it and everything else is what we're supposed to do. But so if we think about it in that way, that's kind of um, that's what they that's when nightmares happen. And nightmares have a specific um, way of making people feel. Um, usually a nightmare is, has a, is a dream with a vivid and disturbing plot that wakes the dreamer from their sleep. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, if you just have a bad dream, you wake up in the morning, and think, oh, that was a really awful dream. But a nightmare specifically tends to wake you up. Um, you might be sweaty. You might be out of breath. You might really feel afraid and really have that sense of fear. Whereas a bad dream is kind of what we just sort of say is sort of a, a non-medical catch-all term for unpleasant dreams. Right, okay. So, I mean, are you someone, have you, do you, do you have nightmares okay. often or at all? Do you I, remember any? I don't have them often now as an adult, but every now and then I will have a nightmare that I end up crying or like trying to scream, like actually scream in my sleep. And it will come out as probably some horrible sound like, <laughs> and, then, and then usually my husband will wake me up. He's like, you're having a bad dream <laughs> because you know, you can't really shout and scream when you're asleep, but you can try in your nightmare and it comes out as, as some horrible garbled sound. Um, so, yeah. but it doesn't happen to me too often. But when I was a kid, I did have a recurring nightmare, which I rem still remember vividly to this day, which was, I was backed up against a wall and there were, like armies of creatures, I don't know what they were, with rollers who were rolling towards me and we, they, like, Jeez, they would, then they would disappear and the next row would come and then they disappear in the next. So I'd never actually get squashed, but they just kept coming. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a horrible awful. change. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but this is I this is something I didn't realise that actually frequent nightmares are very common for children, especially between the ages of five and twelve. Hmm. Um, and it, they say it affects about twenty to thirty percent of kids. And the nightmares usually taper off as children reach adolescence. Um, so actually, frequent nightmares are quite rare for adults, and only five to eight percent of adults will experience frequent nightmares. And generally, there's only certain personality types who'll have that. Experience. Experience. And there's also a disclaimer, which is that um, 
Um, I'm not specifically talking today about uh, the fact that things like clinical anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, there can be psychological triggers for chronic nightmares. So it's very different to what I'm talking about today because um, people who um, may be experiencing those types of things, that's when you really need to find some help right. um, because there'll probably be um, an underlying reason that you're having some of those recurring nightmares if you're an adult because there's lots of other sleep associations. So we're not talking about those. You're just um, talking about so, the garden variety nightmares. We're just talking about the garden variety <laughs> nightmare. Um, and apparently fear is not the only reason you have them. In fact, confusion, guilt, disgust, and sadness are more common reasons for nightmares than just fear. Really? And those are also, yes, apparently, and they're also more likely to linger with you longer than if you had a fear-based dream. So if you've ever had a dream that's really quite um, maybe repulsive would be a word, mm -hmm. where you wake up and go, ugh, that's horrible, um, that's probably going to stay with you longer than something that was just a bit spooky in your dream. Okay. Um, but scientists have found a very surprising upside to nightmares, which I find really fascinating. So they often say that bad dreams are a reflection of stress and worries you feel when you're awake. And then when you dream, um, the brain takes these abstract back to fears and plays them out in a narrative um, and that's really good news because that means that when you wake up and you remember the bad dream itself you have kind of concrete memories which are easier for you to process and file away than general abstract anxieties um, so we can think of them in the past not in the present and this helps us distance ourselves and provide an emotional release and I have a very clear example of this I was on the program yesterday mm -hmm. and a couple of nights before I was a little bit nervous and I guess I was a little bit nervous about being on radio. Mm -hmm. And I had a very, very clear dream that I was in the RTHK studio and none of the buttons worked <laughs> at all. The buttons didn't work. I kept pressing buttons. I called in all everyone I knew, every presenter, every fellow producer I'd ever met, all came into the studio and they said, well, it's something's wrong with you because the buttons work for us. Oh, they no. just don't work for you. And um, But actually, that was very helpful to me because then I woke up and thought, oh, my God, what a horrible dream but also it was fantastic because that was something I could deal with instead of just having a generalized nervousness mm -hmm. about something I then had a concrete thing I was like well let's be honest the buttons will probably they work probably and, and they worked yesterday right they're working they today today yeah so they, they hopefully they're working for you today too I, so I, I, but I did have, I did have one, concrete. yes, I did have one incident where the buttons did not work <laughs> months ago. <but laughs> I've had sure. my nightmare in real life, that's <laughs> yes. true. Um, but yeah, so that, that, but that is a really interesting thing to think about is that your, so that was there like is a, a real, that was an anticipatory nightmare that you had in a way. Yes, about something I guess that so. Is coming. Yeah, I, uh, hopefully it's not coming, but yes, <laughs> the buttons do not work. Um, but, but I mean, it, it is a very interesting thing in that idea. Um, and so we, we think of them as these really negative things, but it does take this, it, our brains are amazing and they do take these very abstract fears and worries we have. And that's why I want to talk about nightmares because a lot of us at the moment have incredibly abstract fears and worries as well as the, you know, yes. we're, we're worried about our livelihoods, we're worried about our health, we're worried about our families. It's a very, very difficult time um, to be alive at the moment yeah. in the world um, and so it, I'm sure a lot of people are having some really really bad dreams um, and so it's important to remember that our brains are doing that to try and help us so they're giving us a little narrative or a story because it's giving us something that we can actually process because so much feels out of our control so a bad dream is something you can control you can think about it and you can 
you can kind of try and find a way to overcome it afterwards and process it afterwards, which I think is a positive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'd be interesting to know if um, psychiatrists and psychologists are actually um, hearing of more patients who are, are having nightmares right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe yeah. they are. Um, I did find some really interesting stuff about um dream interpretations mm. um, so really interestingly so psychologists and psychiatrists will be interested in the types of sleep and nightmares the the, the type of the way that you're dreaming mm -hmm. um in terms of like uh, things like night terrors which is a completely different thing it's very disturbing it's when you it's a very extreme experience when you might thrash and scream and you you're very hard to wake up yes. when you have those sorts of things um there's other behaviors there's an rem behavior disorder which is when you people can like um you know like like sleepwalking really you can but even more to a higher degree, those sorts of things they're very interested in and they're very worried about. So you need to have some help with them. But the actual content of your dreams, this is really interesting. The content of your dreams, nobody's really seen anything as particularly, they they, they don't find there's any point psychoanalyzing them most oh, of the time. really? Okay. Yeah. So apparently, because I remember when I was a teenager, I had like a dream dictionary. So oh, you wake up okay. and you remember something like I dreamt about purple flowers mm -hmm. and you go and look up purple flowers and it says you're going to have a fight with someone you love or you're hungry or whatever it is. <laughs> but apparently that's that's all um, that's all rubbish. It's apparently. not true. <laughs> apparently it's rubbish. Um, but it does say that, yeah. So they, they do say, though, that um, but people have researched this. People continue to research this. Um, they said that um, actually most of the time your nightmares aren't that unique. Um, they published a study in the journal Sleep. It's probably mm -hmm. accurate name for the journal. Yes. They collected nearly 10,000 dreams from 331 adults. And through these case studies, they researched, uh, the researchers found common themes that come up in people's nightmares. And they, inc they included insects and vermin. Insects so and like lots vermin. Of, uh, insects and vermin, like lots of rats and mice or lots of cockroaches wow. or something like that. Falling. If falling, yes. Uh, Everyone has falling, falling like dreams, falling, right? Yeah. Um, being chased. Mm-hmm. Um, which it sounds like your, had, your yes. childhood dream. Yep. Yes. Um, uh, death of family and friends, um, interpersonal conflict and violence, um, feeling an evil presence or a health-related concern, even if it's quite bizarre, like, oh, I've got a third arm or something like that. <laughs> You're like, I don't usually have a third arm. Um, but, but they do see that nightmares pick up on universal fears that people have because I think we forget that, you know, as different as we all are, and we all are very, very different, we do all have some similarities in the things that we love and that we cherish and we want to protect in our lives. Mm. Um, and those, and our nightmares do prey on our fear of losing those, those very special things. And so we see things like Sigmund Freud, who, um, famously saw dreams as a window into the unconscious mind and he was fascinated with dream interpre um, interpretation. interpretation exactly yes. yeah so as a psychoanalyst he believes that all dreams carry information and subconscious in our desires and our fears but actually since his time researchers kind of failed to support the idea that dreams themes and symbols have universal meaning and psychologists have pretty much abandoned the practice of dream interpretation um they say it's not to say that nightmares aren't meaningful because they certainly are meaningful and they can be metaphorical and they can be very different from person to person um, and you know and they do they, they, they do come from somewhere your brain's trying to work out a feeling that you have um, but that does but most of the time um, it's not that it's it's not not that profound not that profound okay. um, but it is a thing there is a difference between um, men and women when it comes to um, the, the kinds of dreams we have oh, so do I tell. find this 
really funny when I think about this now because the number of times I have to say as a disclaimer, I do tend to find most people telling me about their dreams like just their general dreams, mm-hmm. like just a weird dream, a bit boring. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yes. people that tend to be like, you know, like, oh, I had this dream that I was like riding a pony and then there was a traffic light. You're like, okay. Okay, you know? nice. <laughs> it might be very impactful to you, but <laughs> they often don't do that. Yeah, but it didn't really happen, did it? It was no, a dream. Exactly. I have to, I'm, always, I'm always very impatient when people do this, but my husband loves to tell me about his dreams. Mm-hmm. And he often will wake up being like, oh, I had to get us out of this place because there were zombies and there was these people attacking us. It's like a 12-year-old boy playing a video game <laughs> half the time when he tells me about his dreams, which I've now found a reason for. Oh. So apparently, so so men tend to dream of natural disasters while women dream of relationship troubles. So things like apocalyptic dreams of uh, asteroids wiping out the Earth's population or um, things like that or terrorism or war, are much men are significantly more likely to dream of catastrophe Wow. With um, yeah, with with about ten percent of men and only about five percent of women reporting that theme, that particular theme, like kind of end mm. of the world, really really high high thing. Whereas, um, so they they have these sort of ideas of you know men having to try and be a hero in their dreams is a lot is more common. It's like double the rate for women, but women on the other hand, we're much more likely to dream about having intense interpersonal conflicts like having very severe arguments with family or friends or colleagues um which i i, I can agree with i mean I've, there's a number of times i've had a dream about like having a fight with my sister which i obviously don't tell people because i had a dream i had a fight with my sister right. it's not a very interesting no. thing to say but you know <laughs> my husband's saying and then we had to zip line down off the mountain or whatever. meanwhile um, you're fighting with your sister <laughs> yeah meanwhile i'm having a fight but but i think that's also because of the um i mean i'm not um I think uh, putting gender aside, I do think there are some different ways that our brains can be wired to think about the things that weigh on us and worry us. And I guess as women, we just we we're more caring about other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we care about our, our relationships um, a lot, and they weigh on our minds in a big way. Um, so you know, something like what we're all going through at the moment. I know a lot of people are separated from their families. A lot yes. of people are, um, you know, separated from their colleagues, separated from their routines. So I can understand that some people would probably be having some catastrophe, end of the world type dreams, which gives you a chance after you've had that dream to to handle it, to go away and think, okay, let's see how, let's see, like, that's something I can process this story. Whereas it's very hard for any of us to process what's going on around us right now. You know, it changes day to day. Um, But yeah, and there are some things that, okay, other than just like existential life crisis, other things could cause um, nightmares, including like snacking late at night. Is that a true thing? (laughs) Is that actually true? Yeah, it's a true thing. It is a true thing. So eating right before bed can increase your metabolism and signal the brain to become more active, which leads to nightmares. Okay, James Ross Um, confessed that that's what he does. Like when I talked to him before he before I came on air, so James, if you're listening, stop eating those chocolates. Yeah, stop it. I remember a friend telling me once about um, a nightmare cheese they had. They'd been on holiday in Europe and they had a cheese that was just the stinkiest, tastiest cheese they had found in this little shop. And every night they'd have a glass of wine and a wedge of this cheese, but they called it the nightmare cheese because everyone would go to bed and wake up in the middle of the night screaming. Oh, that's hilarious. It was just such a potent cheese that it obviously really affected their metabolism. They should have been eating cheese at 1 a.m. or something and then trying to think they could have a full night's sleep but they do say that the the reason that children um 
can get uh, dreams more often than not is because they tend to sleep better than adults mm. as well. So um, it takes, you know, you, you do tend to have your nightmares when you're in that REM sleep. And um, having a nearly two-year-old child, I don't think I have slept yes. a solid eight hours in two years. So I haven't really had many nightmares. Yeah, you so won't be having them for a while. <laughs> no, no, I won't be having them for a while. I don't have any dreams, really. One of, one of the benefits of toddlers and young babies... Mm, exactly, exactly, exactly. She's depriving me of sleep, but also depriving me of nightmares. So there's that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they, 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 it's quite a, an interesting, an interesting concept. And um, there is a trick to remembering dreams as well, because I think that's something that we often can sometimes struggle with. Mm. Is because you want to be able to process that horrible dream that you had, yeah. um, but you don't know, you don't, you can't quite remember it, and it can just leave you that horrible feeling you know um uh, you know that feeling when you've had a horrible nightmare um and you don't quite remember what it was but you spend most of the day with this sort of stress of it lingering yes have you ever had that feeling i have yes. you know and, and you can't really explain to people why you're in a bit of a funk but you just had a bad dream yeah. so apparently the, the, what, there's a thing called imagery rehearsal therapy irt so what you do is you first you write down as much of your bad dream that you can recall and then you think about a way to resolve it. And the more you paint a mental picture of the solution, the easier it gets. Mm, okay. So that's something that you can do. So it doesn't mean that you're going to look it up in a dream dictionary and find out its meaning. But literally, it will help you to resolve it in your own mind so that you won't have that funk over you all day for something that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so just have it in your subconscious. Yeah, yeah, you just have it in your subconscious. Yeah, which is, you know, it's not, not a great feeling. I have a couple of quotes we okay. can... Um, we can finish on today. Um, the first one isn't very nice. It's from um, Oscar Wilde, who mm -hmm. said, they've promised that dreams can come true, but forgot to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Um, <laughs> thanks, Oscar. Yes, That's thank great. you, Oscar Wilde. Thanks for that. Um, but um, I quite like this one from the king of horror and fear, Stephen King. Oh, yes. He said, um, nightmares exist outside of logic, and there's little fun to be had in explanations. They're antithetical to the poetry of fear. Um, and so I think that's quite an interesting concept, that even though he's someone who really mastered how to make you feel afraid yeah. if you've ever read well if you've ever yes. read some Stephen King or mm -hmm. you know um, that, you know he he's a master of, of that that really creating that sense of terror. pure fear yeah. and terror um, but he, even he says that there's no point bothering with nightmares they exist outside of logic you just kind of gotta just gotta move through them okay good all right well at least they only happen when we're sleeping and they don't happen yes. for very long so most of the time <laughs> we're awake which is good Cruz, yes. thank and you take it as a positive they say that if you are having them it means you're probably having a very 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 deep 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 well needed rest so even though they're awful it's probably a sign that your body's a little bit healthier than it was before you had it Excellent. if that seems a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> great wonderful stuff Cruz thanks so much for telling us all about nightmares I hope you don't have any um, in the near future and I will and be talking too. to you next week about something else that's right okay take care hopefully it'll be happier <laughs> yes thanks see Cruz. you stay safe see you and that was Cruz McCalligan telling us all about nightmares and I have a nightmare theme song to go with this it's Alice Cooper welcome to my nightmare <laughs> 